Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss right here we go Kevin Keegan <laughs> naughty very naughty <laughs> rock and roll and brew they don't mean a thing when I compare them next to you ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble preview show sponsored by Betway Liverpool are in the final and Norwich face Watford tonight it's Friday 21st of January I'm Marcus Speller I'm Luke Moore and I'm Venetian Hunter-Raja It's a fabulous Friday, everybody, on the Football Ramble. How you doing, boys? Is good, thank you, mate. I I th- th- oh, hang on, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> so go on, you go, you go. <laughs> I was just gonna take the piss out of Marcus, so I can wait, probably. No, no, let's no. Go on. Oh, no, I wasn't actually. I was gonna say that was one of the most action-packed, energetic <laughs> intros ever, which I personally really enjoy. Mm. But may I recommend to people listening to this? whose English is their second language, yes. there is a feature on most podcast players to slow it down anyway. Yeah. So if you don't want to do that, that's on you. Mm. I just, look, a big, bold, energetic, enthusiastic intro is a great tribute to the great man Meatloaf. It is. Absolutely. I think we can all agree. When was the last time you heard from him? Not, not you know, personally. Yeah, I, I was going to say never. <laughs> Correspondence, yeah. Um, I thought he was already dead. <laughs> that's disrespectful. <laughs> it's not disrespectful. Mm. To a great recording artist. <laughs> Well, look, a fine actor. Yeah, a very good actor. You have <laughs> yeah. to say. So, in tribute, is this going to be an extra long? Because weren't the songs all really long? They were actually. It's a really good point. Yes, we'll do a two-hour. They hour round They're all really, all really long. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, he has been actually overshadowed today because this is the uh, Phil Neville birthday special. <laughs> happy, uh, birth- happy, happy birthday! birthday happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday! Oh my god! What do you think he's doing? Happy, Down bir- the- happy birthday, Phil! Happy birthday to me! <laughs> uh, is he is he on the beach right now? I don't know what he. I don't. I don't want to think about what he's doing. 
Do you think? Because I thought maybe we'd do. Because uh, you didn't tell me about the meatloaf had died, but you did tell me it was Fizz's birthday <laughs> on the WhatsApp group this morning. Yeah. Um, and I suggested maybe that I sing him Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Into the camera. Yeah, mm. but That's maybe. A special Patreon <laughs> special. But if, if he was singing Happy Birthday to someone, but if he was, if he was stuck in the cake. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be able to hear him, would you? I'm imagining Phil never liked the scene in Under Siege where the woman comes out the cake, but it's yeah. Phil. Ah, yes. And there was also news this week, wasn't there? Uh-huh. I don't think it was covered on yesterday's show but or earlier this week. There was news that um, someone had to wrestle oh, yes. a wrangler snake from the Inter-Miami training ground. Yep. And that's on Phil's watch. Mm, yeah. So, is that the, Marcus, is that the uh, sign of a coming plague that, Mark, <laughs> that Phil Neville's responsible for? And, well, me, and Meatloaf is dead now. Yeah. yeah. I, ju- I just heard snake, Phil Neville, and I thought, he's been down by the beach again. <laughs> Second time he's mentioned the beat. I've got to get it in there. Why isn't... I mean, I think we can say this on the man's birthday. And don't worry, listeners, we will come to Arsenal Neil the Rubble 2 in a minute. It's not as important as this. Semi-final. Why isn't Phil who played for Everton yeah. and it's his bastard birthday today mm. not being linked with the Everton job well we'll get to Everton in the second half and I was going to link him to Everton I haven't read it yeah. <laughs> uh, we, okay great but fine. you're right though you are right why is he not well let, let, we'll answer that in the second half everybody mm. something to look forward to uh, but until then we've got to get this old chutney out of the way Arsenal nil, <laughs> uh, Liverpool 2 uh, great win for Liverpool this you have to say they were up for the cup and they have been accused not being up for the cup before haven't they yeah, but it's. I, I thought it was quite thoroughly underwhelming and capped an end to what was a thoroughly underwhelming Carabao semi final stage. Don't you be know. jealous, bruv. I'm not jealous. I didn't want it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's. Yeah, I mean, they did. Yeah, they, they won it, didn't they? I thought Arsenal were, were pretty bad. It felt like having, you know, nil nil down to 10 men, it felt like, right, this is your. You're trying to like, go at them at home now. And it didn't really seem to transpire mm. beyond like the opening exchanges. And. I feel like at any moment Liverpool could have, you know, I suppose, you know, Jota gets that second quite near the end, but at any moment they could have wrapped the game up. Yeah, they, I mean, the, the, the tale of the two semis was the better teams won. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's Liverpool's first Wembley final for six years, and we stress Wembley final. Clearly Klopp has prioritised league and European competition to, and to, to, you know, incredible success. Um, but does that record sort of surprise you a little bit, Luke? On one level, I suppose it does, because you think of Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp as a story of huge success and that'll be mostly because he delivered them a league title yep. which was the biggest you know biggest narrative in, in it was English such a football. monkey on their back it was it? and it was a big deal and obviously they won the Champions League as well and that's, that, is a, that is a trophy that also cast a really big shadow mm. um, trophy wise you know they haven't won a huge amount under Klopp but maybe that's not the point and I think given the landscape that they're operating in with you know, teams like Man City and to a, to an extent Chelsea as well around around and about. It's no mean feat. Um, I do think that absolutely they haven't prioritised the cup competitions. You can see. I mean, there's loads of evidence for that. You don't even mm. need to take our word for that. But <clears throat> you know, it's a it's a big moment for them to to get to a to a a Wembley final. And the League Cup is perhaps a little bit more interesting for a club like Liverpool than maybe not more interesting, but as interesting because you've mm. got a really really passionate fan base at Liverpool. And for example, in the League Cup final, you get a load more fans than you'd say do in the FA Cup final. And it's a trophy they've not won for ages and all the rest of it. And Man City have completely dominated it, as we know. I just feel that the story of the game last night is just, and I'm sorry if it's boring to say, I mean, I could do some more meatloaf chat instead if you want, oh, but, mine, yeah. but um, they were like a bat, no. Uh, <laughs> is, is that Liverpool just a far better team than Arsenal? And exactly, Arsenal have had yeah. their problems. I know there was a lot of controversy around them postponing that game against Spurs. There were reasons for that. Um, whether the reasons are legitimate or not, I mean, is you know, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And and 
a lot of the Arsenal players didn't have a chance to train properly. Blah, blah, blah. Same old problems at Dog Arsenal about discipline as well. Liverpool just a better team. Yeah. And they proved themselves to be a better team. Um, and they deserve to be in the final. I think it's not really any more um, detailed than that. Arsenal were okay in the first 10 or 15 minutes. Mm. If, they, if, if, if Lacazette scores that goal, which I think was a great save by Kelleher actually in the mm. replay, yeah. if Arsenal scores that, if Arsenal score that goal, perhaps it's a different game. But I suspect it probably even wouldn't have been because yeah, I, Liverpool got loads more gears to go through. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it, a good game um, that the, the young lad had in goal for mm. Liverpool as well, which shows you actually sometimes when we think of strength and depth, you obviously think of Manchester City because it is strength and depth in a way that possibly we've never seen in the Premier League before. Uh, whereas Liverpool. Obviously, they're missing two very key players in in, in Mane and, and Salah, and uh, what well, and, and, and Naby Keita is not there as well. Sometimes we forget about him, don't we, Fish? Mm. Um, but when they've got good young players coming through as well, and sometimes we don't uh, 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 sort of focus on too much on them. But when Diego Jota's in that kind of form and Trent Alexander-Arnold's in that kind of form as well, there's little you can do. Yeah, and, and there's quite an interesting point to make about. Kelleher in terms of you don't necessarily think of goalkeepers when you talk about depth um, I suppose Zach Steffen is a you know he's probably the only one in the league that I can think of maybe like Romero when he was at Manchester United in terms of second touring goalkeeper who's who's pushing the first one but the um, yeah the, the fact that he was able to replace Allison in that way I know obviously there's things with his feet that he can't do to mitigate for Allison's loss but yeah the saves were, were exceptional and you know you mentioned Jota and um and Alexander-Arnold there, when you bring young players into a team, you do need those seniors players to step up a little bit more to make it more comfortable for those younger players. And even someone like Curtis Jones, who, I, you know, I feel like you'd, you'd say he's an established first-team squad player, as it were. I know what um, you mean, yeah. Yeah, someone who's in that situation and feels mm-hmm. incredibly comfortable. Jota, for me, I, I just... By the way, you refer to Trent as a senior player, which I understand, 23 years old. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, mm. you know, in terms Miles of... Miles on the clock, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Of course, of course. The thing about Jota that um, really impresses me is he feels so... You know, there are, there are things about Salah you could pinpoint as his strength, similar mm. to Mane, similar mm-hmm. to Firmino. Mm-hmm. With Jota, it feels like a bit of everything. Yeah. It's a bit eight out of ten and everything, which is perfect, isn't it? And no, because that's ten out of ten is perfect. Yeah, well, okay, well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, so we he's could doing be keep rating. What, so yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm saying, he could be better. And yeah. I feel like he's holding back. Yeah. Room to improve. Yeah, but but Jota though, when he went into that Liverpool side signing, of course, it wasn't that long ago when he when he signed. It's a big ask, Luke, to go in such yeah. a formidable and established front three. and break it and break it up as well. And, and absolutely, yeah. I think it's a really a really shrewd move by um, Liverpool in terms of bringing him in because when you get that kind of little cabal of that front three that always seem to play and always seem to be the um, seem to be the, the, the go-to forward players, you know, just because of human beings being involved and there's a lot of variables, you get an injury or a player doesn't want to sign a new contract. Mm. I mean, there's a Salah contract situation going on at the moment. As we know, a player drops off in form for whatever reason, which you could argue has happened with Firmino. You always need to get someone in there to mix it up. It's a really good idea to do that. And actually, you know, thinking about Arsenal back in the day, I can remember Arsenal players who weren't that great because of just not being pushed. There wasn't more than one yeah. player of that quality in that position. And so um, it kind of didn't really get up to the level of intensity it needed to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's a great player. That Paul, second goal, come on. Second goal's amazing. Because first... you think Ramsdale's going to, is he going to get that? He just nips in. But it's a, it's a beautiful take on the chest to, to, to it's a great, to It's a great thing. A little dinky as it's well. Beautiful. And, and f- from the purest point of view, um, from the purest inside me, of which, mm. uh, you know, is like 95%. Mm. Um, What's the other 5%? Uh, Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> No, and it, as in like actual physical meatloaf. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, it would just come over the Christmas period, but uh, <laughs> no, just I, on what the Christmas period? <laughs> Anything about physical again? <laughs> well, no, as it as it obviously you, as a neutral, you want the game to be as interesting as possible, but but the purest in you thinks I want that goal to stand because of the past, yeah, because of course. The take yeah, yeah. But, but the you also need to. I think we also need to applaud um, Klopp for the way he managed the game. Yeah, Matip isn't having a great game or whatever, or maybe as a niggle or something, he brings on um, Canate. To, 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 to replace him he, br- he, br- he brought um, Henderson off where he started to look a bit tired and was getting a little bit under pressure because Martinelli was coming into the game and playing well uh-huh. and Milner comes in there and does a decent job and, and so like the game management was good as well speaking of the first goal Ramsdale sees it really late of course and it doesn't look great for him it's a kind of goal that yeah. I think looks terrible for the goalkeeper yeah. but probably isn't in reality isn't that bad mm. but what I find with Ramsdale sometimes and it's the same thing you can level at pick for that, actually is that they're obviously being coached to start moves and to play a big role in how the team's set up to go forward. And I think that sometimes a lot a lot of these new keepers find it hard to find that balance. The amount of times you see Ramsdale screaming at the ball boy, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. We want to get going again, we want to go again. And you wonder whether he can actually settle after that and, and finding that balance is really difficult. And I think... Um, Allison and Edison are two great examples of how you can find that balance really mm. well. They're calm characters, but they're also proactive players as well. So, w- what do you mean by that in terms of what what do you think he would need to? And, and well, I suppose how would he improve it simply by maturing? I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's the reason they consider that first. No, of goal. course, yeah, yeah. But I'm, just I'm generally saying, about I'm saying that if you are being given a brief where you are proactively launching attacks for teams as a goalkeeper, where you're playing such a big role with your feet or with your distribution that then what you've got to be able to do is know almost instinctively when to be involved and when not to be involved. Yeah. And to me, I just think when I think of Ramsdale last night and when I think of Pickford, perhaps not so, it's difficult to say because Everton have been so difficult shit recently, but you think of them being a bit busy, mm. a bit active when they don't need in areas where they don't need to be active. And I think yeah, you okay, know, right. Do you know right. what, Vish? It's almost a bit like being a um, being a top flight, a top level cricketer, right? You need to know what balls to dispatch and what balls not. Yeah. and they've got to do a bit of that. You can't swing but, at every ball. Do not yeah. give Jordan Pickford a bat. No. Well, actually, if he we are looking, if he if he's <laughs> yeah, don't give a bat on the football pitch. Yeah, <laughs> or a bat out of hell. Um, uh, but uh, did you, by the way, changing tactics quite drastically. Alan Smith. An Arsenal legend? I think a legend. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Scored that winning goal in the Cup Cup final. He's a, I don't think he's... A, that, that, it, that's a legendary era of Arsenal, isn't it? I yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. I think Part so. of it, yeah. He was, of course, on, on commentary. There was a bizarre picture of him. He was sat on four plastic chairs that were stacked up. Yeah, I saw that, in yeah. In the commentary. Give a club legend at the Emirates a, big, a better chair, surely. I think there's a lot of under-the-surface eccentricity uh-huh. about footballers of that generation who are now broadcasters. No, but do you not think he's... Think, he's thinking you think he requested... I, I thought he just did it because, you know, when you stack chairs on top of each other, you're a bit high, but also you're slanted a bit further forward. Could possibly. So you can have that little, lovely little leaning... Not I mean, leaning, but kind of rest it looked back. Ma- and, it looked mad. Yeah, but I don't think... I think he's done that out of... He ne- wouldn't have ordered it, though, would he? No, he wouldn't have ordered it. I think he's done that out of necessity. And I think that the Emirates should... Well, I think he should have a better facility. If someone yeah, was, that's what I'm saying. If someone was licking his ear and he asked him to, he asked him to lick his ear, that would be weird. I don't think it's particularly weird sitting on four chairs. No, maybe that happened as well. Yeah, we, 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 just, we just don't know. We yeah. do not know. Let's everybody. assume it did. <laughs> Indeed. What about old Thomas Party flying back from uh, the Afghan yesterday? Cheers for your help, Thomas. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, thanks for coming. Well, that's what that's yeah. as I said. Thomas tried to help, but we ended up with ten men. It's like having a house party. Yep. Saying you need someone to be a bouncer, and then the bouncer starting endless fights. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid as well. Given that Xhaka is already suspended mm. for what happened in the previous leg, yeah. why would he even just getting off a plane, knowing that he got off the plane a few hours before? Why yeah. would you? Why would you risk him in case you don't know? 
And then the idea that he goes on and gets sent off, so now they're both suspended for the next <laughs> couple of games. I, I, you know, it, it is that, but it's all, you know, uh, Luke's analogy there, but it's also knowing that the bouncer is going to start fights and giving him the job anyway. Anyway, yeah. Arteta was so deadpan about it. Yeah, he was. Well, what can he do? Good news, though, for Arsenal is that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has revealed that he's completely healthy and is now returned to the UK. Good. Well, that's obviously good news. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. good news. And I was also really interested in, um, speaking of, you know, the Arsenal's um, mid- potential, you know, <laughs> midfield crisis. Um, they could yeah, put a load of chairs in there, couldn't they? They could. Or... And don't don't make a decision yet. Think about it. Mm. They could also use Jack Wilshire, who's being very cryptic on Instagram. He has, yeah. He's yeah. posted a picture of himself training with two egg timers. Why two egg timers? Yeah, uh, just in case one fails. It's, yeah, they always have a backup. You've got to turn them over at the same time, though. Always have a backup. Yeah, that's true. Maybe is, that, but is, is it an egg timer like that, or is it an egg timer which is like an egg that you turn it around and it goes? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen the photo. Yeah, it's a bit early for Easter as well. It is. Yeah, but not early for eggs, is it? No. But I just, good I just, morning food. The reason I find it interesting is because Jack Wilshire is one of the most boring human beings on the planet, and him doing the cryptic <laughs> thing on Instagram is interesting. Yeah, well, maybe he's he's heard your cry for him to be a bit more interesting. And I he's, doubt it. And he's he's trying to turn into a bit of a media personality, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. It's very strange. It's a bit Kardashian way of getting a new club. But he, he never raises his voice above like normal level. Should go and play for into Miami. <laughs> Him and Why Fizzer. not? You never know here what little saying. birthday treat. He'd get him in a cake and get it. Uh, get him to jump out of it for Fizzer for his birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Fizzer. Yeah, <laughs> he'd have to. He'd have, have to play on the wing, couldn't he? So he could get the instructions because he won't hear him if, he, if he's in the centre midfield. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Arsenal are playing Burnley though this weekend. Apparently, Burnley are going to play a football match, which is quite exciting. Uh, Sean Dyche uh, has insisted this week that he is not angry with Chris Wood for leaving. He admitted that Burnley will have to try uh, to find different ways to win, though, because Jay Rodriguez is currently their only fit striker. Yeah. It when when Sean Dyche says, I'm not angry with Chris Wood, I immediately think you're protesting too much. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even asked you about him yet. Yeah. <laughs> right, I just want to say, no, I'm not <laughs> angry with Chris Wood. Yeah. I, I, I think, as, as I said, I think earlier this week, um, I predict some kind of really difficult admin issue when Burnley are inevitably relegated and it's partly, at least partly because they've got to play all these games at once. Yeah. Well, you mentioned, I think you mentioned in the uh, same piece earlier this week about how they're a team who tend to build momentum into the second yeah. half of the season. And, and that plays out. If you look at 2019-20 when they finished 10th, I think, so they won eight of, out of their last 16, but importantly, they only lost twice. Mm. Uh, I think similar last year, last season, they won five out of the last nine. Yeah, right. And now they've got, because of those, those five games to rearrange, mm. the fact that they've <laughs> they've got a, dreadful squad for yeah. that kind of cluster um, and also like in the same way that we can't assume that Spurs are going to use their game in hand to to secure their mm. top four plays there's no way we can assume that Burnley who are currently bottom are going to use those games in hand wisely expect some draws from yeah Burnley. exactly and I think, uh, I, think I think he'll be out for the draw you know very much play for that which is which is no uh, bad tactic if you're going away to no, a much but, but they've, got, they've got ground to make up they've, they've they do, got but to I win think, a few of those but I think, I think they will grind out a few draws get a few points on the board and then start to build because it's probably three from four that are going to go down and tonight's game which we're going to talk about in the second half is, is, is crucial uh, with regards to all of that but gentlemen might we depart from from uh, domestic football and go to international stuff because the African Cup of Nations is, is heating up the holders Algeria were knocked out last night which I mean they've disappointed haven't they in this tournament I mean I know Ivory Coast were, were, were very good last night but 3-1 I mean Riyad Mahrez he, he, he missed his penalty as well it's been a pretty disastrous tournament for them yeah very strange I was incredibly impressed by the Ivory Coast especially with um, you know Kessie and Sangare who 
both of them seem to be quite high up on the link to other clubs. Other yeah, clubs what's in Frank Europe, Kessie's reward for that? Yeah. A link with Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, the Algerian thing has been incredibly funny. I, I thought about, you know, with seeing Party yesterday briefly, um, the like Mares, would he miss that penalty? An incredible penalty miss of the way the ball bounced yeah. so far yeah, the other way right. off the post. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I was like, obviously he's going to return to Manchester City sooner rather than later. And they need him, obviously, because <laughs> he's been struggling. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were, they were one of those teams that you always feel have, have got the right balance of like solidity and mm. that flair that you need in, in tournament football. Mm. Um, but yeah, like really, really disappointing. I mean, what, they got one point from the, from the group? And they'll go yeah. into the game having a huge unbeaten streak. Yeah, really. Well, they, the were, they, were, yeah, yeah. they were in an unbelievable form, but they, but then you do find that happening with international tournaments a fair amount. It's mm. not that long ago, really. I mean, it probably is now because I'm old. But France in 2002, for well, example. I know what you're going to say, yeah, I mean, down the foot in the group stage. Well, you can, yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of teams. I think Brazil in would it be oh yeah oh six? Aren't they the only the holder of the World Cup not to go out in the first round or something? Right, like that? okay. You think Germany and Russia, Italy mm. in um, 2010, yeah, uh, yeah, when we, yeah, Spain so in 2014. When, it's, a, when, it's an odd phenomenon yeah. in this, in this uh, these, century. Yeah, when these institutions build up, the fall is so dramatic. That, yeah, yeah well, the players just like I've done this now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather go home and celebrate the the win from four years. Ago. I watched um, I watched the um, Sierra Leone Equatorial Guinea game, oh, which yeah. is which is a really great watch. Um, Miss penalty. Um, Stephen Colker popping up. Yeah, and <laughs> Sierra, is so funny. It's lovely, isn't it? Sierra Leone, yeah. if they'd have scored that penalty, I think they'd have snuck through. Uh, so it was a big penalty miss because they'd have finished with three points and they could have been one of the last... Uh, one, of the, one of the last third players. Whereas, of course, Comoros with their... Yeah, I think Comoros, what, they were three points or something. So they, Comoros they, was snuck through as the last be- best third-place team. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah. between the, 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 the two of them. Comoros yeah. now play the hosts Cameroon. Great stuff. Which is, it's which a great is, story. It's it a really is, great story. It is a great story. And, and the Gambia as well upset Tunisia. Stoppage time winner. Great story about them. Don't be, uh, you know, don't spend all your, your your time focusing on Comoros. Spend a lot of it on Comoros. But do remember the Gambia as well. Playing in their first Africa Nations. Finished runners-up in the group with seven points. Yeah. Which is astonishing, really. So, uh, yeah, we look forward to them. Do you uh, feel like them in the next round? I feel like the the knockout stages are going to be wild, not least because you know the, at the start we were having basically binary scores, yeah, and it felt like maybe in the way that all tournaments are actually that because of the short time they had together, it feels like teams are working themselves out. Mm. So it could be wild because we see the, at the back end of this group stage yeah. where people are starting to score more goals. It feels like everyone's a bit this more in sync than they do. This happens a lot, of, you know, in the World Cups, especially, doesn't it? Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's yeah. some really, really nice um, standout fixtures in that second round because you've got um, Ivory Coast against Egypt. Yeah, and don't um, Nigeria play Tunisia as well, which uh-huh, is quite interesting. Right, yeah. So that'd be, it'd be good. Yeah, because Ivory Coast versus Egypt is the one that probably catches the eye, and I think yeah. with Ivory Coast, maybe we forgot a little bit about them because they've got some players in there. But you're kind of focusing on Algeria. Obviously, Egypt with, with Salah and, well, and the host, host and the host as well. Team, but yeah, I think yeah. maybe maybe one or two people have forgotten about the coast. Maybe they had. Yeah, Cote d'Ivoire. Never forget about the coast. No, absolutely, no. Absolutely no. Apart not. from the guy who used to present it, who's now gone mad. What? Um, Neil, what's his name? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Scottish guy. Looks B- like Horncastle. Buchanan. A little bit. No, the guy looks like Neil. <laughs> no, he's Horncastle. a scouser. You're talking about Neil Buchanan's a scouser. Yeah. It's Heart not, attack. Neil oh, yeah. not important. It's not important. <laughs> well, he is, but not in this chat. I can't remember if he's called Neil someone and looks like James Horncastle. Ferguson. And he, and he, Lawrence. No. Oh. Move on. on. Right, there we are. I'll work it out in the break. <laughs> um, excellent, there we are. All right, let's have a quick break. Neil Buchanan's still alive. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This week, Clive Anderson is joined by comedian Stephen K. Amos on My Seven Wonders, the show where guests select their personal seven wonders of the world. Stephen discusses his fame down under, who inspires his comedy, and how he got on during lockdown. My dad, early 80s, came to stay with me for two weeks of the lockdown. I had no idea after all these years that he is a twat. I had no idea, Clive, that the heating in my house could be set to lava. And I said to him, why is the heating on so high? And without skipping a beat, he just said, I don't pay the bill here. Now, this <laughs> is <laughs> it's the kind of thing I have to deal with. Listen to My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You better get your finger out, all right, and make sure that you get the fucking results. Welcome back to the Football Rebel Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Neil Oliver. Neil Oliver, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's him. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, nice little uh, nice little <laughs> portent of what Everton players have got to look forward to this weekend. <laughs> oh, it really is. And do you know what? Yeah. I'm going to say, some, sometimes I might say, do you know what? From Big Duncan, that's a little bit reductive. And that, when I hear that there in the current situation in Everton, I go, no. That's exactly what they fucking need. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. Do you remember when he did that message for the fan? Oh, yeah. It was really lovely. Yeah. yeah. But just everything he does comes across as quite aggressive. Partly because he was standing in, in what looked like a, w- a true crime, <laughs> like, Scandi Noir set, setting of this, yeah. like, in the middle of the woods, brown leaf <laughs> line driveway <laughs> with no one around yeah. screaming into the camera. <laughs> This is my house, eh? What do you think about it? You're gonna come and fucking bug on me. Yeah. I'll be ready for you. Yeah. Uh, it's just, just, it's just a well wisher. Uh, yeah, just a little well wish. That's so, what we need. But either, I think that people who listen to this show and know you well, Marcus, love that uh-huh. you can go all the way from the soft brogue of Craig Brown all the way through <laughs> yeah, the full range. gamut to, uh, to Duncan. You have Duncan range. I've got incredible range. Yeah. Um, but uh, so is Pete Donaldson because it's time for emails. If you've got something for us, show us 
Yes, but Pete won't be reading this email, I'm afraid. I will be. Uh, Pete is elsewhere. This is from Keith. Hello to you, Keith. Our friend Keith. Just like saying the name Keith. Keithy baby. Um, As a quality football content show full of wonderful in-depth analysis, sarcasm, uh, I feel you guys have been missing the real story for a weekend preview for some weeks now. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is, is, he, is this sent to somebody else's inbox? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Surely the big, he says, uh, sent this into Max at Football Weekly, but I got a bounce back. Uh, he, he says, uh, surely the big question every Friday is what song is Michael Owen going to sing while dressed as a hideous stack of donuts on The Masked Singer? Ooh. While the first half of Owen's football career was particularly spectacular, his achievements on this show have been mesmerising. The Donut Monster has outlasted genuine singing talent such as Heather Small, Will Young and uh, Gloria Hunnaford. Mm. Owen remains in contention for this season's title alongside Keane's frontman Tom Chaplin dressed as a poodle and possibly Marcus Feely from Westlife dressed as a robo-bunny. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what TV's become, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't watch this and reading this is like a mad thing. Yeah, what, yeah. The, what the fuck is this? Yeah. If indeed Donuts is Michael Owen, because I guess it's masks, so we haven't been revealed yet, he also has to overcome a great hurdle in performing a song for Movies Week this week. <laughs> Some feet for a man who famously doesn't like films. Yeah. Um, this might be some hideous fever dream, as I said. Uh, I've just woken from, but I'm strangely enjoying it no end. Roll on Saturday at 7pm. Uh, I didn't want to do an advert for Mars Singer, uh, but it looks like <laughs> I've been duped he, into doing one. Why does he think it's Michael Owen, though? I, I think a lot of people... I think people speculate, don't they? Well, because they give clues. They give clues. Yeah. I so don't, uh, so what, was the, what would be the clues for Michael Owen? Once scored a hat-trick against Germany in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, he's, he's a really boring bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they would get... Bullied a 13-year-old. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Uh, show at I'd like to think that the, um, the the 13-year-old that he bullied in that video is now a prominent TV director and has got him to dress as a donut monster on telly as revenge. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Why is Owen doing it? That's but what we I don't know. know. We don't know. He's made his dough. Well, and he's making more by the looks of it. <laughs> he's, he's, wearing it. A donut. he's wearing it. He's wearing it. He's wearing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the, uh, yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah, as I say, show at footballramble.com or at footballramble for that kind of crap. Right, uh, tonight it's a big one, boys. It's a huge one. Massive match. Watford versus Norwich. Friday night. I mean, it's this big. When asked how big the match was to, for tonight, Claudio Ranieri replied, it is very big. Yeah. Well, what, what more can you say? Yeah. I mean, what, mouth. what way to celebrate a Friday night by watching two teams who literally can't play football to save their lives? <sighs> yeah, but it'll be hectic. Yeah, yeah, true. Be mad. Norwich have yeah. found their feet of late, though. A couple of wins recently. I mean, that's there's finding your feet and there's basically waking up from a coma, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. I think if, if they um, if they win this game, it'll be the first time they've won back to back Premier League games since 2016. Yeah. Right. Alex Neal did that. Oh, I remember that's Alex. how long he ago. was flavour of the month for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he's um, Scottish as well. Yeah, yeah. You want to do a bit of Alex Neal? Another one. Uh, not now. He's, okay. a Sc- he's a Scottish egg as well. He is, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are we egg? Oh, uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, one, one of the most baffling. I don't mean to bag on Norwich unnecessarily, but they have been awful. Yeah. And I'm still kind of a little bit bitter about when their fans insisted they were really good when they got relegated. We didn't say time. all this, though. Remember that time when we were promoting the Ramble Live show in Norwich and we were on like local radio in Norwich doing an interview yeah. and we were like, oh, yeah, no, they're a staple of the Premier League. It's always good to have it a always comes, say that. Then, yeah, it? it always comes back to bite me because I'm the one with the opinions that like, I can't back up. <laughs> I just sit there and go, yeah, yeah. Come oh, and have a good time. Loves Marcus because he's nice. Hey, come yeah. and have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but the most baffling statistic of the of the Premier League so far this season, yeah, is so surprising is that if Norwich win this game tonight, mm. they climb out of the relegation. That's mental. Yeah, I absurd, cannot tell you how bad I think Norwich are, but that fact remains. So what do I know? What do you know? I look at that table 
And I'm sorry, I know we're not talking about Newcastle, we're not talking about Kieran Trippier, but I just keep thinking, what have you done? You could be, you know, you could be, you could still be playing for Atletico Madrid now. <laughs> anyway, I've made this point time and time again, I'm sorry. But you yeah, can't get past it. I really can't. Yeah. yeah. I, anyway, Watford versus Norwich, yeah. You know, without being... Um... Too much of a dickhead about it to, to be to be to be semi serious. <laughs> now, like, this is this is the kind of game that as as if you're a fan of Watford or a fan of Norwich, this is huge. That mm. as we record this right now, people will be waking up as fans of one of these two clubs, nervous. Yeah, because they know in so. their bones how big it is. Yeah, uh, not just for the three points, but of course the old cliche: you're stopping another team getting three points. Yep. you can build some momentum. Yeah. As you've already said, Vish. I mean, if, if Norwich can win back to back games for the first time in five or six years. At a really key point in the season, it also puts further pressure on teams like Burnley, right? Because yeah. Burnley have got a tough game this weekend and loads of stuff to catch up on. Um, so they could put, I mean, they could put five points between themselves and Burnley. I mean, I know it's games in hand, but if you ask any manager, they want points on the board. Watford, yeah. Watford got two games in hand on Norwich and they're a point above. Watford win that game. They can it's, see how important. Tough. And this is yeah. a game that no team wants to draw, which is why I think it's yeah, an interesting yeah. one. So they've got to go for it, um, the old cliche. But, you know, Norwich, they, they, they cannot lose this game. I mean, people are saying, you know, their season hinges on it. That's a bit much. We've seen great escapes before. I mean, this would be one hell of an escape for any of those teams, of course. And we say it's, you know, three from four. I mean, we, well, that's assuming Everton aren't dragged into it. And we'll talk about them in just a sec. But you would expect that Everton would get out of it. But Watford, Norwich, Newcastle and Burnley, I mean, it's, it's looking very bleak for all those sides. But, but Norwich have... There has been a little flicker of hope since Dean Smith has come. I know they've lost a few games under his tenure, but again, that win against Everton, obviously Everton are poor, we said that, but it was a little bit better, um, Vish. Yeah. It I looked mean, a little bit more cohesive. It did, yeah. It, it seemed to them, it, for the first time in a while, it looked like they looked at another team and thought, they might be as shit as us. Yes. We could go at them. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what they've got to do tonight. Mm. I, obviously, it's not a free hit for the reasons you are outlined but it feels like if you're playing away from home against uh-huh. a team who probably in parts have looked like they're too good for the situation they're in mm. Watford um, they, they just have to go at them almost like risk the loss I know that's easier said than done in this chair mm. but it feels like they're in a especially actually when you look at the run of games they've got after that I think they've got Palace Wolves Liverpool and Man City yeah so th- this feels like the you know if they're gonna get that second win in a row they're probably not gonna get a third yeah so yeah it, it feels like they they really need to go at it and show a bit of ambition I think the one thing that's helped Dean Smith and it hasn't been particularly nice certainly from from the way that fans have reacted to certain players particularly Billy Gilmore but it feels like he has a better grasp of the players he thinks can get him out of this mm-hmm. um, Adam Eder was uh, you know a good example of one who. Has shown energy, not necessarily shown quality, but has come to the fore in the last couple of weeks. And I think mm. the more those players that stand up and and show themselves to be yeah. to be worthy is is going to be helpful to them. And this is another opportunity tonight. Yeah, I, I just think that Billy Gilmore in at Norwich is great for Billy Gilmore, but it's not great for Norwich. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing experience for Gilmore at twenty. You go into there like a really difficult atmosphere, a lot of adversity to deal with. He's going up against you know. You know in tough situations going against big teams playing games where he's going to be relied upon it's great it's great um... he, hasn't, he hasn't played as much well no he, so, so he's this played is a fair amount this is the thing he, he didn't play at the start uh, yeah he didn't play at the start on mm. Farker and then he played basically started every game ish to a point first, first few games mm. under Smith and then 
the fans turned on him massively. He was yeah. saying, you know, fuck off back to Chelsea. Now he is back at Chelsea because he's got a knee injury, mm. which they're assessing. But mm. I mean, like I mean it from that point of view that they they massively, the fans t- turned against him. Mm. I mean, it doesn't sound amazing for him. I mean, that's the thing that could destroy no, but his it's confidence. A, it's a great experience for him. He's gonna If he wants to have a top level career yeah. over the next 10, 12 years, he's going to have to come through difficulty. Yeah. He's going to have to come. It may not necessarily take the exact form of your own fans screaming at you but ultimately whether we like it or not these players at the top level have to deal with all sorts of stuff mm. and then he's not going to be he's not going to experience that playing either academy level or under 23s level at, at Chelsea well, okay. and occasionally popping on mm. for the last 10 minutes in the game at Chelsea are already winning is mm. what I'm saying okay. um, Tim Krul is uh, facing a lengthy time out after picking up a shoulder injury against Everton he'll be a big miss he, I would imagine it would be Angus Gunn who goes in there, but I mean, yeah. conceded eight in two games. He's had a difficult time. Of it, he has a difficult yeah. time. Would Would you be worried, Luke? That Angus... Yeah, well, I rate Tim Krul very highly. Yeah. I think he's a good goalkeeper. I don't watch him as closely as all the, all the Norwich fans listening do, but I think he's great. I mean, he's got such experience. Um, I, I see him as a really solid, safe pair of hands. Um, so it's it's obviously a big loss. Yeah. And if he doesn't perform, do you think Angus Gunn could get fired? Christ! Just don't just don't say anything. Look, he's a Premier League footballer, so. Owns a few quid, he's probably loaded. Everton versus Villa. <laughs> Two for the price of one there. Everton versus Villa. Here's open Marcus gets silent. <laughs> <laughs> Joining in. Yeah. Uh, Weirdly, that's annoying because that's acknowledged you there. That's acknowledged your nonsense. I couldn't resist it. There we are. One yeah. nil to me. Uh, Duncan Ferguson's first game in charge and his second stint as caretaker manager. The beginning better get their fucking results, Vic. <laughs> um, he said yesterday that he has already dished out a few home truths to the Everton players. Is he, he's already called, is he called every player a wee dirty already. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Uh, they should give everything. They should run themselves into the ground. Imagine if you asked a fan to put on a shirt on, uh, put a shirt on and get on the pitch. What would they do? Well, they would need to do. Yeah, but that. they'd be rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it would be would be dreadful. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, without kind of wanting to annoy legendarily testy fans of, of Everton, <laughs> who do seem to get really pissed off all the time. Mm. Um, Everton's running is horrific. Yeah, it is horrific, and I don't think enough has been made of the kind of games they've lost. And who they've been to. I think they've lost to every promoted side. They've lost to Norwich for crying. Yeah, they, well, exactly. Their last eight games, it's like West Ham away, May United at home, Palace, mm. Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester, Brentford, and Arsenal. Yeah. That is a tough old run. And they need to put some gap, some gap, they put a gap <laughs> between themselves <laughs> and that relegation zone as soon as possible. Yeah. Because there's nothing you can you can think of Duncan Ferguson as being tough as he is and, and been around the club for a long time and a legend and clearly a no-nonsense type of character. But he's not got really any credible managerial experience to speak on. No. So it shouldn't be seen as automatically, be, oh, it'll be fine because Duncan will sort it out. He does know the club, though. I wouldn't say that if he was here. No. <laughs> and, but there are good teams who've gone down the past, as we well know. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if, if the thing is with someone like Ferguson, because he's so passionate with Everton and, and he does know the place inside out, which means that, that actually that kind of passion, that kind of, I don't know, G up, perhaps. We'll see if it works that the players maybe... That can work for a very, very, very short period of time. And obviously, they're going to be looking for someone permanent to um, to, to come in. Mm. But you never know what, what that effect could have. I mean, they've got Villa. Then uh, they've got an FA Cup match against uh, Brentford. But then in the league, back, back in the league, they've got Newcastle, Leeds, Southampton next. They've got a chance there. Yeah, and if you look at a couple of the games that they were postponed, I think it was Burnley and Newcastle, wasn't it? Mm. And so... Obviously, they haven't been particularly good, so you can't necessarily say that they would have done particularly well. But given the state that those two teams were in when those matches should have been or could have been played, mm. 
suddenly has a completely different complexion now. I'm not saying they get relegated, but what I am saying is if you had to develop this kind of scenario in a lab where a team the size of Everton would get relegated, a lot of the ingredients are there. Yeah. yeah. I I see what you're saying, but... Have you seen the four teams below them? Well, exactly. That's the that's the saving grace. Basically. It is the saving yeah. grace. Sadly. Everton have lost to every single one of them, probably. Well, give them a chance, <laughs> um, and, and perhaps they will in the coming weeks. But but Everton, um, they're they they're hosting Aston Villa, and one huge motivational uh, fa- feature, if you like, for for Everton will be that Steven Gerrard is the Aston Villa manager, and that won't be lost on Big Dunk. No, it won't be. But it, well, I you're feel making like... it sound like he's going to do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's. The, I think that 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 that's what I mean with the Ferguson. man is a professional. No, but that. But that's... do you think when they shake hands before the game, he's, so got, he's, a very, <laughs> he's got a very certain set of skills. Yeah, <laughs> he does. No, what I mean by that is that sometimes you know, I think sometimes we forget that footballers are. It's the same game that we've played. You know, if you think about it, when how managers motivate players, sometimes it is putting up a headline in the dressing room and saying that pundit said that about you. Go on then. And you think, well, no, but surely they talk tactics. and Yeah, they do all that as well. But the, but just in the name of sort of motivation and encouragement, if you're down on your luck or your your, your confidence is low, if he comes in and goes, right, this guy's a Liverpool legend. Do you hear what he said about Old Trafford? And, oh, it's Ducks, mm. he wants to go and win there. He will want to come and win here. Look at the goals he scored here as a player. He can use that. That's the kind of thing you could use. I don't know. I, I think... He might not. But I, I, I definitely, you know, I definitely play into that. I think it's quite cool that an Everton legend is playing a Liverpool legend in this context yeah. where it's it's not a Merseyside derby uh-huh. but I think for the players to focus on that or rather for Ferguson to use that as a lightning rod for those players seems a little bit misguided because it feels like the, the structural issues at Everton aren't going to be resolved by a bit of grit, spit and no, but it's not. Know, club but, 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 pride but it's and, not, and maybe, maybe he's it, not in there to talk about no, the, sure. the structural issues no, no, he's of there course. to get a result on, but, but, on what I'm saying weekend. is you've got a group of players there who are so utterly underwhelmed hmm. and underwhelming that I don't know that they would respond necessarily to well, that. They might not. even think it's a bit smoke and mirrors themselves and think, God, we need a bit more than this, mate. Well, okay, fine. But but they clearly need a pick a pickup. They clearly need something. I think of they need a slap. Well, yeah. And they've, he's going to give it to him. He's not going to open his palm. They've, no, it's they, true. They, yeah. they've, they've seen off every Ottawa manager, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. He'll be so opening some... his palm as he wraps his belt around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to get all Roy Keane about it, but they have seen off a lot of these, lot of these managers. Do you yeah. find it funny? Apparently the... the the report was saying yesterday or the other day that they've interviewed Fabio Cannavaro for the job. Yeah, it's just fantasy football stuff. It's, it's, I mean, it, I, if I was an Everton fan, that's one I would be angry about. Yeah. Because it's just it's ridiculous. What about what about oh, Wazza being linked to the post? Wayne Rooney? Yeah, I, I don't think he should go. Well, I think Wayne Rooney would like to see it through at Derby. And obviously, well, Derby themselves got a huge game on the weekend yeah. against Forest for crying out loud. Well, every, all the teams. Every, every game is big for Derby at the moment. Yeah. But that is a particular... <laughs> but you, you know... But on... some people are worried that, that that could be one of Derby's last games in the league. I mean, it really is a perilous situation and we will talk about that, you know, as, as it goes on. But As the league table shakes itself out throughout the course of the season, it's kind of interesting because you do see these little stories where we've just... You know, gone hard in on that Everton there and the structure and how much trouble they're in. Yeah. But if they beat Aston Villa this weekend, they go within a point of Villa, and everyone's kind of really positive about Villa. Now I know it's, yeah. it's apples and oranges, and you know it feels at least Villa have got some kind of structure and they've got a bit of a plan, and Everton don't at the moment. But there's not a huge difference between them in real terms. I'm saying no, but not in not in in your statistics. But why did they get rid of Dean Smith because the results weren't good, mm. and then they get Gerard in who has just come from Rangers with quite an impressive. Mm. Uh, a time there in in terms of the league title, and comes down and he's 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 full of uh, ideas and energy, and he's a huge one of the biggest names in English football in the last twenty years, um, and the, and the manner of the way they came back against Manchester United and so on. There's 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 plus points at Villa. Villa are, are looking up the table rather than down. Yeah, that's fair. So I think with Everton, you know, they 
you know, we're in mid-January. Everton fans will be thinking another another write-off season. There's another season yeah. where... Oh, like, yeah. I mean, Sam Allardyce has been linking himself, saying, oh, I'm, I'm here if you need me. That's, you don't want What that does he a, think this is? No, but... <laughs> What do you think? He's, he's like the way you said that. It's like he's saying that to like a you know a newly divorced woman of about yeah, fifty. Yes. You know, what what does that mean? Yeah. I, know, I know, but that's that's what I'm saying. Everton fans are going messaging over Facebook here if you want to chat. Joke, yeah, joking aside, like, no, but that's what I mean, this is a huge club and a proud club, and and and, and this is where they are. Mid January, Sam Allen says, "Oh, by the way, if you need a helping hand, I can give you it." And they're going, oh, it's, "It's just another season written off." Then. Yeah, but he's shaking. He's just he's just saying to Mashiri. I know that you know absolutely fuck all about football, yeah. so I'll shake you down for a few more quid. Yeah, That's what, what he's saying. Yeah, whatever he's saying, the fact is well, that... Stop, back, stop backing him. No, but I'm yeah. not... <laughs> is he the new meatloaf? Sod off. <laughs> get, yeah. the t- get his tie around his head, he's a new meatloaf. I think he would do a great dance to Dead Ringer for Love, Sam Allardyce. <laughs> that would get him up on the floor. There's no two ways about that. So yes, but that, it, 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 big game there, and Everton, they really could do with a, with a result on a performance, and big dunks perhaps the man to get it out of them just this once though uh, right Len uh, Luke Moore over to you sir. It's, yeah it's time for Betway's 4 to score um, as we always do this time uh, on a Friday each week put the first goal scorer in Betway's 4 selected matches for your chance to win the weekly 50 grand jackpot make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply game number one is Southampton v Man City and Marcus? I'm delighted to tell everyone that his usual moan about this um, <laughs> before we came into the studio. I don't know who to pick. Who have you picked? Uh, Gabriel Jesus. Thank you very it's much. It's tricky with Man City. You never know who they're going to play. Just do your job. All right. <laughs> uh, game number two: Leicester v Brighton. Vish. I've gone for Pats and Decker. Nice, like that. Like like that. that. Yeah, very nice. Um, game number three is Crystal Palace v Liverpool. Sunday at two o'clock. Our friend Andy's got this to say. Hey Ramblers, Andy here. The trick with four to score is not to overthink it. I've got Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. After his excitement in London earlier this week, I'm going to call it a great week for Diogo Jota. He's going to score the first goal in this. How many seconds is that, Marcus? I think that was about 15. Not too bad. Well done, Andy. Diogo Jota. Game number four is a Chelsea v Spurs, and that's me. Uh, I've gone for Mason Mount. So in the summary, our four selections for this week's Betway's four to score... Gabriel Jesus, Patson Dacker, Diogo Jota, and uh, not Diego Jota, as uh, someone called him on the radio last night and Virgil van Dijk got annoyed, and Mason <laughs> Mount. Um, yeah, so make sure your selections are submitted before the first game if you want to play. You can play for free at betwell.com forward slash four to score. Um, 18 plus and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, get yourself over to begambleaware.org. Dot org, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. Hello, everybody. It's time for Marcus's game. Absurd. Yeah. Absolutely absurd. I'm in terrible nick, though, Vish. You've got a really good chance. Vish is the current champion. And Luke Moore, let's be honest, Luke, you've wanted a title shot. Do I get the shot if it's Marcus's game? Because it's... Yeah, no, no, yeah, absolutely. Right. I want it off for of Marcus's game. Right, yeah. fine. You, this Listen, is a title belt. Tainted. This I cannot a, tell you how much. Meatloaf is birthday. Oh, dude, sorry, he's not his birthday. Get it right. <laughs> there's, death day. there's certain sections of our listenership that will be fuming. <laughs> Phil Neville's not died. <laughs> certain sections of our listenership will be fuming if I become the title holder here. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Some just, people are just haters, mate. Just I don't. Deep state, mate. I, 
Conspiracy. I'm I'm d- delighted with this because look, you've put so much behind this game. You brought this game to the ramble table. Yeah. You've you've entered the fray yourself. You've yeah. got some 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 great matches I- involving yourself already. And Vish has often disrespected you when you've yeah. when you've hosted this game. Well, now you've got a chance. I'm really up for it. Now. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> now you've got a chance. Vish, right, laptops closed. Not even not even the proper game. Vish. I don't even have a sheet of paper. Oh, nor do I. Nor do I. Vish likes to pretend that he doesn't care about this. We all yeah. know that's not. I don't true. care about this iteration of the game. <laughs> yeah. You did when you won the title. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's a grudge match and it's a title match as well. So you're saying that I'm like um, Brett the Hitman Hart coming in in, in the WWF? Yeah if, yeah, if you want, that's fine. People, people's <laughs> champion. Whatever you want. I put my sunglasses on you, Marcus. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> can, I get no, a, can I get a piece of paper? Let's get over. some pieces of paper in here. Okay. Are we ready, gentlemen? Yes. You, 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 your pens and papers have arrived. Yes. Let's get it over with. They've, they've been, they've been, it's a grudge match, a big one. Yeah. It's, we're doing managers. And remember, if they've managed a national team, that counts. That counts in this game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If they were interim yeah. manager, that, counts. that counts as okay. well. If they've managed a side. But we're not looking, don't worry about B-sides and under-21s and all that yeah, kind of crap. Yeah. So, yeah, we are. Just okay. so God, decrepit, this version of the so game. So I go, yeah. I go first because Vicious Champ. Yes, okay. and I don't like Vish when he's yeah, fair in this enough. mode. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, right. No one does, Marcus. Nobody does. Okay, right. <laughs> First manager. Managed seven teams. Seven. Marco Silva. Oh, nice. Sexy Silva. Can I have an opening bid, please? Big Lukey Moore. Yeah, I think I can do five. Five? Ooh. That's nice. That's good. That's nice. I'm going to give you that. Right. Yeah, you don't want it. Not having a go. Mm, no. No, no, no. No, okay. okay. Luke Moore. Luke Moore. Five teams. Five. Fulham. Um, Watford. Everton. Olympiacos. One more. Porto. Ah, bollocks. Oh. How City are in there? How City were in there. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Estoril is where he started sporting. Sporting. Shit. Uh, you did get Olympiacos, of course. I think you want a title, Olympiacos. Um, he, he, you say Olympiacos, he gave me a little wink when he, he said broke, it. He, um, broke, he broke all sorts of records at Olympiacos. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Hull City was his first job here, if you remember. Yeah, in, I do remember in, in now. England, Watford, Everton. I remember now. And, <laughs> and Fulham. Um, That's a poor start. I should have just gone four. Should have just gone four. One nil to Vish. One I thought if Vish. I go four, he goes five. I can't do six. Look, you can, you can, you can get back on yeah. track. We've seen yeah. this before. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. This man has managed six teams. <laughs> it's Gerard Houllier. Oh. Ooh. How many can you do for the show? Um, uh, Where is the sweet spot? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to do three. Three. Oh, yeah, nice that one. is the sweet spot. I can it? do three. Yeah. You're one nil down, Luke Moore. Uh, three. He's put down three. That is frustrating, isn't it? Oh, the anguish on the face of Luke Moore. Let him do his three. All right. Three I teams. I, I just can't do four. Three teams, Gerard Ullier. Ooh, Liverpool. Aston Villa. Come on. Come on. Did he manage France? Ruined the career of David Ginola, of course. I had um, Marseille. Did he manage Marseille? He didn't manage Marseille. Lyon? Long, Paris Saint-Germain, France, Liverpool. Lyon. Lyon as well. Lyon as well. Aston Villa. I'm up against it here. It's 2-0 to Vish. 
Blimey, the champion is just wading through this yeah, one. Yeah, uh, this is not great. Okay. I'm absolutely shit at this game. Luke, Luke you need this. Uh, this man has managed seven sides. Okay. It's your uncle and mine. It's Martin Yoll. <laughs> okay. I think you should be happy that you go first on this one. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's a great way to ruin your Friday, this, is yeah. playing the game. The game is named after me. There's not this one. Not this one, thank yeah. you. <laughs> seven teams, seven teams. Oh, uh, three. I think that's a good bid. That is a good bid. But can Vish do four? Can he just swat Luke can, aside? Yeah, can he go, go for the style? Go for style. the three nil. Yeah. Bang. Done. Oh. Can you do four? Oh, oh, oh. Can you um, do four? I mean, it, this this worked for you with Marcus Silva. That tactic did work with a little bit defensive stuff. Yeah, I, I think, for, to be honest, for a fourth, I'd be guessing. Would you be that guessing? That would be bullshit. Yeah. Um, what do you want? What do you want to do, bruv? Come on. Uh, I'll let him do his three. Let him do his three, yeah. Luke. I'm going to die full of my own sword. Come on, you can do this. You can, Fulham. You can definitely do this. Right, okay, here we go. Fulham. Spurs. Yeah. Uh, that's your low hanging fruit right there <laughs> you can do this Ajax he's yeah. back in Get yeah. in. he's back in a big one there Vish shove it up your bollocks <laughs> <laughs> did you know that was that bit of a game I'm still fighting for this title that's what I know I'm still fighting for this every game is a cup final Yes. Every round is a I'm cup ready, I'm raring to go for the next one now. What, what, did you know Ajax or was that a guess? I knew he managed Ajax, yeah. Okay. I was, trying to, I was trying to get... I, I think... You yeah. don't have to show your hand, by the way. No. That's poor of me to say that. But uh, Roda, JC, as I believe it's not pronounced. Walwidgic. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, definitely not pronounced yeah, like definitely that. Not. Tottenham, Hotspur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hamburg, yeah. Ajax, Fulham. Oh. And Al Ahly uh, yeah. is where he was. Hamburg, where he I think I would, I would have... Remembered, maybe, but I didn't quite need a strange it. managerial career. Yeah. Um, quite a strange Yol. manager. <laughs> yeah. Quite a strangely named brother, but a lovely man. Uh, <laughs> he looks uh, like Martin. my dad, Martin Yol. Does he? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. nice. There we are. Vish is um, up first now. Vish is up first. All to play for. It's just as well you got that point. This oh, man, good. This man has managed fourteen teams. It's Manuel Pellegrini. Um, I'm gonna start. <sighs> I think it's maybe better to go second on the big one. Yeah. I'm going to start with four. Oh, can you do four? Are you just bluffing? I'm going to start with four. Start with four? Remember his tactic with Dick Advocate? He climbed all the way to ten, started with about five or six. Yeah, but I'm, this is high stakes. This is, this is high stakes, Luke Moore. High stakes. Four I mean, teams. I, I'm going really, to have to go, the way it's going to have to be is if I go five, I'm going to have to be prepared to name five. Mm. But on the other hand, I think he probably can do four. Mm. So... Go on, what you got? I can definitely do four. Well, if you can definitely do four, chances are that old uh, Vichy baby can. Are you going to go five? I'll go five on my own terms. Fuck big. It. It's big. Vish. Go, go for it. Right. Just, just throwing it. Right, okay. Give me a moment here. Right. Far away. Manchester City. Villarreal. West Ham. That's three. Now, for some reason, I think he's managed Chile. Medusha ah! Oh, what a shame. Human. So I had um, West Ham as well. Didn't yeah, he, he hasn't managed the... Uh, the, the didn't the, say Real Madrid. No, he didn't say Real Madrid. Or Malaga. They were the ones there. I, 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 do you know what? When you said that, that, that's why it took me a moment. I was I'm thinking, thinking of George Sampaoli, I think. You are, but I... Argentinian in managed Chile. Yeah, when you said Chile, I thought, 
I was looking at the list thinking, it's not on there, but I think, no, but it isn't. Universidad de Chile, Palestino, O'Higgins, Universidad Católica, uh, LDU Quito, San Lorenzo, River Plate, Villarreal was one you got. Real Madrid and Malaga were the, yeah, were, yeah, were yeah, the two. Yeah, 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 I should have known that. Uh, Manchester City, Hebei China, Fortune, West Ham, and he's currently Real Betis. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuming. Yeah, fuming. It was a tricky one, to be fair. To be fair, that was a tricky one. Well played, Vish. Well, well played, Vish. You're still the champ. And yeah. uh, Lord Banter be, b- beaten by Lord Attercanter. <laughs> yeah. Have you got those written down? <laughs> Are you the, reading these? Yeah. yeah. It was a shame with Marcus Silva. That was that was that was. The What's one. the final player? Final player. Um, it is uh, you to go first, yeah. Luke. Uh, seven teams. Tony Mowbray. Oh bloody hell! What a way, wow. to, what a way that could I could have been. Pro- I'll throw him a pen array in, yeah. in, in, in disgust. I could probably do. Um, I think I'll probably do two, three, three, three. Yeah, going three. Vish. Uh, I reckon I could do four. Go Ooh, for it. Go on then. Four teams. Tony Mowbray. E. Um. Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> yeah. West Brom. Yeah. Middlesbrough. Best of three I had. Oh 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 oh. Um. Tony QPR. Oh, three two. I'll take that all day long. <laughs> I lost four one last week. Ipswich Town, Hibernian, West Ipswich, Brom. Ipswich, shit. Celtic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Middlesbrough, Coventry City, Blackburn Rovers, where he's been for a few years. Uh, one day I will win on this. You know what, though? It, it just takes one mistake. If you, With Marcus Silva, you got that one right, you've got a final round and blah, blah, blah. But oh, it's if all, only I meant. I mean, if, it's all ifs and buts. <laughs> because yeah. the ever um, magnanimous Vitushin Hansaraj yeah. is still. We champion. can't be doing managers again. Why not? He's just rubbish, isn't it? It's Why just is that not rubbish? good. Marcus, don't get, fucking get, why, your, own, Marcus, get your own game. Why are you going ri- rising to the to the bait? Don't get a different game. Listen to it. Don't <laughs> get listen a different to it. game. Yeah. Oh dear. We'll do mascots at some point. No, no, do that Jermaine Jenner one about guessing the player. That was, that was good. <laughs> JJ's Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. We should do JJ's Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah, we should do. Yeah. There we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. We're back on Monday, of course, to talk about the weekend's action. Until then, thank you very much, Luke Moore. I was just going to say, if you do co-opt any kind of BBC feature. You then run the risk that Chris Sutton may come in. <laughs> I do not want to go down that road. <laughs> goodbye. There we are. Say goodbye, Vitushin and Hantaraja. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, everybody. Have a lovely weekend. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.